Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, it is the Raw Wrap-Up. Mike Sorg here at Sorgatron on the Tours for WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Big ups to our friends such as ProWrestlingTees.com. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WMS. Check out our Spreadshirt shop over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Support the show. All kinds of friends and partners going on there. Click on them and uh, tell your friends if you are enjoying the conversation we have as such here right now. So, uh, like I said, I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitters. With me is Mad Mike from Poughkeepsie, New York, on the line. Sorg, I have all this extra energy from the awesome match I made invented Raw. It was a slow build. That's how you draw up a Raw to make me excited towards the end. Is that right? By boring the crap out of me in the first hour and a half. Oh, no, that's not how you do it. No, that's not how you do it. That's not booking 101. Nope. You know, I, I started to get apologetic. You know what? I, I and, then, and I do this because I really think that everybody involved in the production of Monday Night Raw, um, I, I, I still think at certain points, as Vince Russo says, there's no excuse for the poor writing that's been on there lately. But at a certain point, as far as the commentators, as far as some of the workers that are stretching matches out until two segments, like I feel like Barrett R. Truth shouldn't have been a two segment match per se. Um, and, uh, I, and, and as far as the announcers go, you really, I think after you're doing a three hour show like this, and awkward stuff, and they have whatever agendas. We saw that tonight when they went to the car and re-explained the situation with Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins in the middle and towards the end of this last match. Like somebody on the headset was like, "Oh, don't forget to talk about Seth Rollins and how he's in like uh, somewhere on the streets of Chicago having a corn dog or something." I don't know. Uh, is that do they know for corn dogs? Is that what's what's up there? I'm not, I can't recall. Deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza, Chicago. Chicago. Um, it's not a real city, right? <laughs> sure. I Nobody's listening to this from Chicago because they're all raw right now watching the dark match. I, I don't know. Do they have a dark match after that? How do you have a dark match after that one? Uh, probably Bray Wyatt and Wyatt. Kane versus Dean Ambrose and, and Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. Kane, surprisingly, he better come out with a lay if he's uh, on the dark match. Like he's straight. Like I just landed from Hawaii, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> Thanks, Kane. If Kane gets a fake big tan next week, and comes out with giant, but it needs to be. But it's still like a farmer's tan. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Like he just, but like, like he just the, gets his arms. But all the farmer's tan is as if he's wearing the old Kane outfit, like complete with holes for the mask and everything. <laughs> I mean, I really wanted, like, they were on their way to Japan anyways. He was in the main event of that Beast, of the, Beast from the East. They couldn't have well, stopped off at Hawaii and done some vignettes, but okay, so the photoshops were entertaining. He was in the last match. He wasn't in the main event. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. And, and we'll talk about that on the show probably tomorrow, but I really think that was booked in the same way as a Saturday night's main event. Mm-hmm. Like, the strong stuff was more up front. Anyways. Aside from that, uh, but Raw tonight. Speaking of the strong stuff not being up front, Raw tonight. 
Raw tonight. Raw tonight was booked a little more traditionally as far as those things go. Well, let's talk about the other thread that, again, we're reminded of in this amazing main event that we'll talk to about at length, I think, tomorrow. We're kind of uh, putting together an idea of a, a conversation to have there. But uh, still, uh, Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins, I love that they came out with axe handles, and he just comes out with a couple of axes. Mm-hmm. But they, they, Brock bought axes to stick fights. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But you no, know, generally, I um, I enjoyed. I thought that was good. Um, the car, the car was the, a good s- spectacle, and you knew it was going to happen. I thought it was going to happen last week. I'm glad they gave them a week to detail the car with camouflage and and have some stuff again. I feel like we could have done a bit more. The sticker's still in the window from last week, guys. Who who rides around for a week with a sticker in the window? But. I don't Part know. of me hopes Jamie Noble tries to drive that around. Yeah, like he's still driving like, it next week. I don't yeah, know, like with his, with his one good arm now. Yes. Well, he's got a lean on. He's got a lean on. Sorg oh yeah, Noble. he's rolling back. So yeah. got my, I got my lean on, Nidia. <laughs> Speaking of the commentary team tonight, great references to how he had to visit his fo- his his family in I don't know Kentucky or something. They said I'm sure, um, and there's a lot of them, and he had to visit them several times for some reason. Uh, so so there was that. But anyways, uh, but no, I thought that was a lot of fun. I really did think that was a lot of fun. I think I really kind of builds that up, and and uh, Brock just kind of going nuts. And man, ju- I, Brock is agile. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. I am impressed. Like you forget about that, but he like hopped that ring and hopped that railing like nothing. They're like that is a big dude. He absorbs some of Kofi Kingston's powers in Japan. Yes, yes, that's, yes, he that's did. how things work over there. It's just like Highlander, man. It's just like mm-hmm. Highlander. He even absorbed a little bit of Big E. Um, so you know they could have put him on the mic a little bit tonight or something. So uh, if he started clapping, I was going to lose my mind. Great. He just like, he just <laughs> replaces Xavier Woods on that new video game channel. They just started. So, yeah. Um, but no, I, I thought that was, that was fine. Uh, as far as uh, other matches go, we had a women's match. I had a weird digital glitch on the first like 30 minutes of watching raw tonight. So it was a little weird on, on my end. Um, so do you want to know what you missed? Uh, I know I caught the majority of the Church of Brock Lesnar speech. Yep, and that's all you need to see. That was yeah. tremendous. Um, I am a disciple, but other than that, we had ladies, I, I guess, involved. Uh, you know, I am intrigued though, and you, you know, you guys were having the question of who would you have come up one from NXT, maybe one from the main roster to team up with Paige, which it has to lead to that at some point. We can't just keep laying out Paige week after week after week. It just gets ridiculous. Well, but I mean, we, they can do that until Nikki gets to AJ's title record. I guess so, but um, well, in the meantime, they can soften it up with like some some tr- some three on three matches or something like that, right? Like it maybe at the pay per view. And you brought up like like who you bring up from NXT and then one from the main roster, and that becomes like Team Page against those Team Bellas. When's the last time we've had a faction like this? I, have we had women's factions like this? Like, um, I, do you count Lay Cool? No, I mean, but. You count Vince. I, I, I count a, a faction more than two girls. Okay, PMS, uh, Vince's <laughs> Angels, which was Tori, Victoria, and Candice. They had three. Yes. Okay. Okay. They that I didn't remember. Had, they absolutely had three. Um, okay. But but still not as effectual as this. You know, listen, they didn't dress the same. That's where you got me. True. 
matching outfits. I'm all about the matching outfits. <laughs> then it's an official faction, right? Like, I always had a problem with the Twin Towers because they just dress completely different. <laughs> that a really right? Random, that was a random place to take that, Zork. What? What? That's a problem. The Rockers, okay, yeah, the yeah. Rockers dress the same. Uh, even when the Mega Tower Powers were together, they both wore uh, Hulk Hogan yellow. You know what I mean? And okay, Mega okay. Powers on the butts. Like, they matched up. Hulk Hogan, right. like, you know, mixed it up. You know, you got Macho Hogan going on there. Uh, even Elizabeth, you know. As you can tell, there was not much to talk about Raw tonight. <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about that main event then, uh, of course. There's some other okay stuff in there as well. You know, we had wrestling. Was was there? <sighs> was there? Because I can't think of a single. Oh, Dallas did a thing. Yeah, whoop de doo Basil. <laughs> Um, but anyways, but New, no, New Day and the Lucha Dragons had a good match. Right, right. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. But of course, then we had like it's like it was one of those like hey, I think I tweeted like they they did the the Brock Lesnar car thing, and I'm like I'm like this is like nine, it's like ten o'clock. What the heck are they doing for a main event? Like I couldn't think of any thread that ends up in the main event at this point. I was also very tired at the time, and uh, and then you realize it's like I was like it's, it's ten it's ten thirty five. Oh, they're doing, they're going, and Cesaro came out, and you're like, they're giving this time. This is going to be our main event. OMG. <laughs> and I was, I was hoping, I was hoping, and I was praying to Santa and to Papa Noel, to Father Christmas, to ZZ from Tough Enough. I was praying to everyone that John would have just said, you know what? It's an open challenge. Let's all fight. You can't do that on a you, you, you can't do absolutely that on a Raw. No, no, no. That's no, no sorry, you do that sorry. for the pay per view. I think that ends up being the pay per view in general. No, I don't. Th- I don't think so. Not with the pin, probably not. No. Yeah. If it was another um, false finish here, uh, if Owens would have gotten oh, involved was, a little earlier, it'd be a three way. It would absolutely. I was praying absolutely for a false finish. No, no, no. I was praying for one. Maybe we and get a three way at SummerSlam. Maybe it keeps going. You know. If we get three-way at SummerSlam, guess who's going to try and get tickets to go SummerSlam? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> that, that'll that happen. Hell, I'm trying to think if uh, it's worth going to the house show this Saturday in town just because they're doing John Cena and Kevin Owens at a house show. <laughs> I mean, eh, it could be, you know, $20 nosebleeds. Why not? You know? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I don't blame you. Uh, you know, you try some stuff. Uh, you think how you think he's been good? He's probably been working Cesaro and Owens just consistently on the house show circuit. So he's trying all this stuff out that we're seeing on Raw and on the pay per views. And I, I don't want to get too big into like the the evolution of John Cena here uh, because I think we're gonna have a. a I want to get the other guys in here, uh, but I definitely want to get your your thoughts real quick on that, man. Mike, what 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 do you think about? I mean, Cesaro freaking delivered, and John Cena's giving these guys a platform. Um, I I loved the match, but I I forget who said it when we were talking. Um, John Cena needs to lose the U.S. title on one of these open challenges, and not at the pay per view. But I think that kills the momentum. No, uh, it legitimizes the open challenge. That's true too. You have to have title like, changes. Like when? When is the? Last I got. I want him to lose it the night after Battleground. Right. When is the last time they did have a battle, uh, title change on Raw? Oh, it's been a while. Exactly, and yeah. I think that has taken away like, 
And I understand. I think they're re-pushing things that, oh, all this cool stuff happens over here. But then you're having, like, the Tokyo things. Like, well, hey, the cool thing kind of happened at a house show. And you have the rock thing where it's, like, something really cool happened at this house show here, which really kind of helps that market, too, which I think the numbers have generally been flattening across all of those. Um, so they need to generate excitement in general. I'm really surprised how much uh, references to things that happen on house shows are happening on the on the Raw pre-show. Uh, they were almost called an SAJ. Corey Graves was teasing uh, Otunga because Otunga came back to in action last night, and and he kept saying, "Oh yeah, how how did you do last night?" He's like, "I looked great out there." He's like, "Yeah, but did you win?" And he kept like teasing him for the rest of the show, and they never mentioned like who. And he's actually like, "Hey, hey, anybody out there?" Tweet me on uh, on uh, who beat him last night. You know who's got the win loss record for last night at the house show. <laughs> <laughs> so or live event, I guess they're calling them on the networker and stuff like that. But um, and, and side note, this is this is you know not really raw, but the raw pre show has been very watchable lately. And, and I don't know if you have been, but but you're at this point where. Um, uh, Scott Stanford, Corey Graves, and and David Tunga just have a really good flow, and I just you know I if I have nothing else going on, I don't have anything with enough time on on Hulu or Netflix that I can kind of fit in there. I just kind of pop it on while I'm tinkering with whatever, and and I'm like this is actually kind of entertaining. And 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 if you don't know, that is a that's some kind of green screen something or other they're doing behind them with an interesting like. 3d set i'm very fascinated by that right now <laughs> i'm like look at it i was like wow that's that really got big that's not real as you see stuff float in and stuff from the sides i'm like but it's all like it moves with them like the perspective of whatever the screen is is whatever the camera is so it looks like it belongs a little bit more which is funny because i actually have some of those capabilities with the software that we use for the show every week i just don't push the envelope <laughs> i only have so much computing power down here so you know but but it's but of course they have a higher end whatever but so so you'd be okay with switching the raw pre-show team and the raw announce team i well i think that's different (laughs) no 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 well i'd love to see them try i'd love to see that those that trio but uh, i guess scott stanford has done uh ringside but um i i you know what you know what would be great is if if they split up the teams, didn't like Nitro used to do this where like the first hour was like this set of guys and then this replace, or we're maybe even thinking like old raw or something no, like that. No, Nitro did. It was Nitro. Yeah. I, especially on those three hour shows. Like, I really think you just gotta switch those guys up. Like let, uh, I think Saxton is good. Saxton kind of brings a little bit of freshness to it. And I, I think he's good and he fits in and he goes along with things. Um, and that they split up. Lawler and, and JBL is good. That helps freshen things up as well. Uh, but 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 like even like taking you know let's let's have a tongue of graves you know in Cole instead you know because I mean Cole's the rock here he, he's going to be right. I was actually surprised he wasn't on uh, SmackDown. I noticed this weekend. I don't think I'd watched him in a couple. That's weeks. because he was out going to Japan. Did he go to Japan? I oh, thought no wait was... no no he didn't. No go. they did, they did stuff uh, remote. I thought for that. Yeah so. they did. It's like why they weren't at ringside. It's like why set them out? It makes sense. It's it's cost effective. So, and it wasn't a big event. It was just like we're throwing some cameras in here, and that's really maybe lighting it up a little better than usual, and we're good to go. But anyways, that's not about raw. This is about raw. We're done talking about raw. It was there, uh, there and, was, huh? There wasn't much to talk about. No, no. Watch but, the first segment. Watch the last segment. I tell you what, you will be well served if you hop on Hulu and you watch that ninety minute version. 
you're probably going to be well okay with that because most of that's oh, going to be that last match. And, and Sorg, for something new and different, Randy Orton came back and fought with Sheamus. <sighs> make me believe, man. Make me care. Oh. That's 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 my like, that's like, my challenge to WWE. I mean, it's it's I, I don't hate Orton. I don't hate Sheamus, but for some reason, when they go, mm, I go. They've you know, said I'm sleeping. The, they've said these two hate each other. I ask a simple question: Why? And no one gives me an answer. No, they don't. They, they've never established a reason. No, they just fight and they punch each other a lot. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like Sheamus cost Orton the money in the bank ma- match. He that knocked him off the ladder like three people before he won. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like, like, it was it Neville. Was, it was, if anything, it should be Neville that is feuding with Sheamus. And they just Neville was the last guy. Oh, they, they did have a match uh, a week or two afterwards with Neville. And this still was like... What's happening here? I don't know what's going on with Sheamus with that kind of stuff. It just, I don't know. I don't know. He just seems like he's off his stuff. You know, I think they just realized that, oh no, we're having battleground in Randy Orton's hometown and we haven't booked Randy Orton for anything. Who can Randy Orton fight this? I'm not talking about the story. I'm not talking about anything else. I'm talking about in ring. Like, uh, it just, I, what did I say uh, last week? You, You took on Roman Reigns and I'm like, oh good. I like watching these two punch each other. Make me, make me like this again. And it almost got me there and it, and it didn't, it didn't. I don't know. Did it get you this week? Cause they ran the same match. Uh, no, no, not really. Not really. Um, no, not really. That's that's because that's because Roman Reigns had to attack him. I don't know. There, there's, there's a certain point where I mean, there's there's being a jaded wrestling fan, but there's also like I cannot imagine the casual wrestling fan getting on board with this. Nope. Because I mean, what if you watch any? If you watch any show. And it's the same stuff week to week in and week out with little variation. I mean, how many times do do uh, you know shows get slammed for having Monster of the Week syndrome? We're having the same matches, guys, like week in and week out. No one is I, going. I, I, no I, one is going to casually sit down and watch a three-hour program. I I I I, I, t- I I tweeted earlier. I'm like, this is like some kind of strange experiment. What's going to last, or what's going to be the thing that the bottom falls out on? Um, the fans, the ratings, or the talent themselves, and I don't know. There's going to be at some point where this bombs out, and it could be the thing that kill- it could be the stumbling block that 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 dilutes and kills WWE because it really looks like. And obviously, they have all this other stuff too. And I guess they're kind of diluting themselves if you're like, you know, they have the network and everything. But I mean, and that's more you you get to pick your own poison there. So I don't think that's such a big deal. Um, but I don't know. It, it just. It doesn't feel like it's going to end right for anybody. I mean, they have the formula. They know what the formula is. They do it on NXT. Right. Right. Like, the the Finn Balor packages that they've been showing, they're five to seven minutes long. They showed them for three weeks. Do that with a Sheamus. Do mm-hmm. that with a Randy Orton. Do that with Roman Reigns. Do that with someone that will make me care about them again. Like it's not difficult to do because I, I really think I, I I really think between just producing that thing and whatever budget cuts they had to do, like I think they're thin in general, plus the network, plus everything else. I think there's just it, it's it's a company that's stretched thin and it's just gonna catch up with it. I really think so. Um, I you know we always said like like what could catch up with WWE? I think catch WWE making a giant miss. And I don't see them doing it in the near future, but it's 
kind of like the conditions are accumulating for a tornado warning, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, but they're still a machine and they're still good at what they do. So it's got to be a giant stumbling block for them to fall out of favor with their fans. And WWE Network could have been that. Thankfully, it didn't XFL. I think the WWE Network is doing fine and is doing great with content. People can waver one way or another about the quality of the new content coming out. But uh, we're getting off on a non-raw subject. On that point, Mad Mike, you're in Poughkeepsie, New York. You have a you have a Twitter account at Mad Mike four eight eight three that people can yell at you at. Uh, you can yell at me at at Sorgatron. I'm representing the four one two in the Pittsburgh, PA area here in the wonderful, beautiful, spacious with this crown on an owl. Uh, Mayhem Studios down here. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Please subscribe to our shows. Follow us on the social media of your choice. There's probably some great discussion going on on whatever you might pick. Just say hi to us, and we'll say hi back and tell you what we really think of John Cena. And, and Sorg, we have another new show coming out this We week. have a new show. Well, you guys uh, started the Tough Enough Wrap-Ups, but you will also be doing the Total, Total Divas. Divas. Total Divas is coming back, y'all. It's going to go. Great. There you go. So with that, thank you, everybody. This has been your Raw Wrap. Check us out every week and subscribe to it on many a platforms uh, where there is audio. If you're missing us on your audio platform, let us know, and we'll uh, see what we can do to figure out to get it out there. Coming soon, hopefully, to iHeartRadio, for instance. So we'll see you guys next week. And uh, this is the wrap-up out as I go hit the button. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.